Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is The Sharp Edge, a sports conversation for the sports betting world. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. Featuring legendary handicapper Brandon Lang. How much that do-ray may be for? And Scott Seidenberg. The Spartos, the Motorheads, Geeks, Bloods, Wastoids, Dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. This is The Sharp Edge. And welcome into another edition of The Sharp Edge, the sports betting podcast for you, the sports betting fan. Alongside veteran handicapper Brandon Lang, I am Scott Seidenberg, and it's an exciting episode because our long national nightmare is over. We have made it to week one of the college football season. Brandon, before we get into all of that, uh, how'd you do last week, week one of college, bro? Uh, Florida International went to bed on Thursday night at Tulane, came back Friday night with Nevada, plus 11 outright over Purdue. That's, um, that's a big, that was a big win. That freshman kicked that kick. Wow. Yep. Unbelievable. So a lot of momentum. And, and again, as we talked about the podcast last week, to be as hot as I was in the, the month of August that I had, the winning June, winning July, August, I rolled off 12 in a row, 15 and two baseball run. At one point I was on a, um, 18 and three run overall for the month. Um, went into Saturday with all the momentum in the world. Went to bed with Oregon up 21 6. Had to get up early and do some stuff. And woke up to Gus Malzahn going for it on uh, with 13 seconds to go, throwing the football with no timeouts, um, which made no sense unless he told the boosters to lay the number and he needed to cover. That's the only way I can explain it, waking up to the highlights. So if you had Auburn. Um, I did. I had, had Auburn, Auburn on the I had Auburn on the money line. You should have played the lotto on Sunday all across every all all all, all fifty states in the country. Fuck you. Um, well there was a chance hey, there was a chance that we could have both hit if there were if they just kicked the field goal there instead of, you know, catching that touchdown. Well that that's what I'm saying. And I listen, I, I preach a lot of things. One of which is there's a right side to a game and a wrong side to a game. And if you get on the right side more times than the wrong side you are going to win more than you lose. I've been able to do that pretty much here in 2019 and especially the last three months with, with three winning months in the summer and a baseball run. I think my baseball run 18 and four in my last 22. Which is more impressive to me than anything because baseball is impossible. I appreciate that. Thank you. But I'll tell you what, um, Oregon was the right side. Should have won the game outright. Um, Herbert goes down on the third down play, can't be in for the fourth down play. They return a punt down to the sixth, and then they fumble. Granted, they held Auburn to a field goal on that possession, but Oregon dominated the game until the last five minutes of the game and and, and just couldn't get a stop. So, uh, yeah, the, the right Auburn game plan always... was very vanilla there. They, they, such a vanilla game plan. They wanted that well, defensive that... line to win them the game. Well, yeah, you got two freshman quarterbacks. So, listen, um, right side of the game doesn't always pay out. But at least I take solace in knowing that I was on the right side. Bad beat, tough loss, no problem. My opinion's right where it needs to be as we head into this weekend's card. So I feel good about everything NFL, of course, starts this weekend. So uh, the planets are aligned for me to have another big month and make it four straight winning months and, and keep this 2019 rule going. So congrats to you on Auburn Moneyline. Um, good luck collecting on that dinner. Well, look here, Brandon. If you found the hundred dollars on the street, would you pick it up or would you keep walking? 
of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them, guys? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. So do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you can even bet on games after a kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet's going to lose, well, you can always just take the other side. And if you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and try to win a lot, then try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And listen, no matter how you bet this NFL season, it's the best time of the year. So join now. My bookie will double your first deposit. Use the promo code EDGE100. That's E-D-G-E-100. Edge 100 and my bookie will double your first deposit. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Let's remind the listeners we had a dinner bet on the over in the Clemson game, and uh, you took the under, I took the over. I like my steak medium rare with the side of uh, some mashed potatoes and asparagus. I'm a man of my word. We'll meet in the city, we'll do Smith and Walensky's on 62nd and Lex. And, uh, and and we'll bang it out. If you understand the movie Two for the Money, um, I made sure Dan put Smith and Walensky's. It's mentioned three times. And <laughs> whenever I go in there, the owners see me, and it's roll out the red carpet for Brandon Lang for the free publicity of, as we said in the movie, Smith and Woe. So there all good. Go. We'll go to Smith and Woe. You'll, you'll, you'll see what it's like uh, to be B. Lang. My first ever appearance on ESPN, quite frankly, was Stephen A. Smith. Um, I taped at 4.30, went to Smith & Lowe, set at the bar. They had it on the TV at the bar. And there was like three guys looking at the TV and looking at me and going, dude, that's you. I'm like, yeah, what's happening, man? <laughs> and, and ended up having cocktails to about 10.30 at night with guys I don't even know. It was just um, it was just a, one of those great nights that you look back on and and um and get a little warm warm fuzzy in your heart but uh enough about that there's some money to be made and let's uh let's dive into it and yep, start let's, rocking and rolling. let's jump into it week two of the college football season the first place i'm gonna look is this ohio state cincinnati game brandon uh the buckeyes 16 point favorites but that's not where i'm looking i'm looking at this total 54 and a half I loved what I saw from Justin Fields in his debut with this Ryan Day offense for the Buckeyes. And Luke Fickle's got a really good team there at Cincinnati. They can score. And I think that their defense is not going to be able to hold Ohio State, but their offense is going to be able to score three touchdowns in this game. I think it's probably going to be around like the 35, 40 something to 20 something range. I think this game is going over the number of 54 and a half. I'm going to play the over in this game because I think it goes into the 60s. You can have all of that over you want. For me, I'm all over Cincinnati plus the points. Yeah. Ohio State, Ohio State, second half, struggled to pull away from Florida Atlantic. And, and once. Lane Kiffin in Florida Atlantic kind of adjusted to what was going on. Um, things played pretty much even up. That's a pretty good UCLA football team. Um, I like Luke Fickle going back home. We all know defensive coordinator of Ohio State for, for Urban Meyer. Uh, Pop Quiz, who was the offensive coordinator uh, when they won the national championship. Tom Herman. That's right. Tom Herman, 100%. Yep. Tom Herman and Luke Fickle. Yep. So I am all over uh, Cincinnati 
plus the points to get it done. Um, closer game than you think. Uh, this is Cincinnati team. I was impressed with Desmond Desmond Ritter, 18-26, yards. Um, their ground game looked good. Good opener for fields, but this is a perfect spot. I'm going to go ahead and grab uh, Cincinnati plus points. Yeah, this how could be. How this? How definitive is that right there? I love it. I love it. I'm just you know. Listen, I'm I'm with you on Cincinnati. Uh, I just think that this game is going to be – I think both teams can score, uh, and, I, and I just expect it to go over 50. 54 is a low number in terms of college football. Uh, you know, we're not asking much, and I think that both these teams will score. It could come down to uh, who has the ball last. And, yeah, Cincinnati plus 16, that's a nice play out of you. Uh, I like that. I might ride with you on that one. The, the other game that's interesting to me in that Big Ten, can Army's offense do enough to confuse Michigan and keep that game close? It's funny um, to sit back and watch Army struggle in the manner in which they did against Rice. Yep. Um, and, and maybe they were holding something back. Maybe not. I don't know. But um, now they're getting 22 and a half. I just don't know. You want to talk about a game going over? That game right there is probably going to go over 47. Yeah. Michigan's going to get Michigan's going to get 35. Mm-hmm. They're going to get 35. Can Army with that offense get you 14? I think the answer is yes. So in that game there, I like over the post a total of 47. As I take a sip of my uh, Casa Amigos tequila with club soda and a whole lime cut up in it, bro. Nice. As good as it gets as we're doing the podcast, Casa Amigos the tequila. <laughs> For winners. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Michigan screwed me last week. That was one of my two losses in week one of college football as they did not cover the big number for me uh, in week one. I thought Shea Patterson uh, was okay. Not great, but, um, yeah, I'm still sour on uh, on Michigan. Uh, how about bro, this game? Thought, bro, bro, I've told you for years, there's a few things in life you can't trust. You can't trust a stripper with your credit card in the champagne room. Big mistake. And you can't trust the coach who tucks his sweatshirt into his khaki <laughs> pants when the sweatshirt's supposed to hang over the belt in the pants. Harbaugh tucks it in. Anytime you go with that, good luck, bro. Good luck. Rock and roll. Uh, Syracuse and Maryland, Maryland put up all those points last week. Syracuse, uh, offense did, didn't look that great in week one, but their defense certainly did. Uh, Maryland is a two point favorite at home in this game. Where, which side are you leaning towards? You know, listen, uh, this is a tough game to me. Um, this is a, uh, quarterback DeVito didn't look that sharp against Liberty. Um, I think Dino Babers may make proper adjustments, but to me, this is a tough game. I, I looked at it just – I don't like that tight two number. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah. We can find, I think we can find some value elsewhere. Um, I just – the tight two number under three seems like a trap. Seems like this would be the kind of game – listen, Syracuse should have beat Clemson early in the year at Clemson. Um, that was the coming out party for, for Mr. Lawrence. Um, and, 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 and the backup who did a great job but at the end of the day, uh, tight number there. The, the one that's just jumping out at me is the biggest game on the board. Texas A&M and Clemson. I, I just think that's going to be an incredible football game. Um, 
between two teams that can flat out bring it. Scott, your thoughts first. Uh, I think this game is going to be a statement victory for Clemson. Um, It's one of those situations where they want to prove something to the nation. Uh, This is a tough opponent. It's the big, bad SEC. They're going to want to put up numbers. They're going to want to beat this team. They're going to want to score a lot and prove that they're still the best team in college football and they're better than the big, bad, big, bad SEC. Jimbo Fisher's got a little bit of familiarity there. That doesn't bother me. Uh, I have Clemson winning this game, but the number is so high, Brandon. 17 and a half is a big number. I I see this being more of a, maybe a 10 point victory at the most for Clemson. Big Scott says, take your Texas A&M plus the points to keep it close. The number is certainly back Scott in this situation. Jimbo Fisher is a perfect six and oh against the number versus non SEC foes. Since he's been at A&M, you look at uh, my boy, Kelly Mon last year for 430 yards in the 28-26 loss in College Station. I'm with you. Texas A&M plus the points. Too many. Jimbo stays perfect against non-SEC foes against the number. Get all over A&M. This is what I'm worried about in that game, though, because Clemson can certainly kill them with their speed. If they don't secure the outside, we're talking about Texas A&M, Clemson's going to have a field day. Um, you know, Travis Etienne and, and the rest of those boys are going to run all over them. So uh, I do like them plus the points. I'm going to take them plus the points, but they got to do a good job of setting the edge against this Clemson team. Uh, listen, the game of the week, though. Hold on. Hold on. Listen to me. Don't ever say if. My cock were three inches bigger, I'd be doing porn. Okay, so let's make sure we're clear on that. Uh, let's, let's don't ever say if. Okay, you, you just can't. If this happens, if this happens, if no, okay? If's a big word. Texas A&M matches up well. If you understand that our boy Lawrence last week didn't look all that good, just 168 yards passing, two interceptions versus Georgia Tech. Sophomore hangover. Get on the Aggies. I'm telling you. This is the game of the week, in my opinion. Number six, LSU. Number nine, Texas. LSU is a six and a half point favorite. This line keeps going up. LSU is the better team, Brandon. They have more talent. This offense for LSU, uh, I said this uh, earlier this week on the radio, that I had to rub my eyes watching this LSU team in week one because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I couldn't believe that this was an LSU offense. Joe Burrow completed passes to 14 different receivers in that game. Clearly, the Joe Brady influence is being felt with this offense. They are the better team. They have more talent. Texas, I love their quarterback, Sam Ellinger, but LSU needs to spy him in this game and not let him beat them with his legs. If they can contain, I'm not going to say if, when they contain the running game, Brandon, they're going to force Sam Ellinger to throw against the nation's best secondary, and he's not going to be able to pick them apart. LSU wins this game in Austin and covers the line. Tom Herman, other than hanging out with his assistant coaches in the strip bar, Tom Herman, as an underdog, 
as an assistant coach or a head coach at Houston and Texas is following. He's 20 and two getting points with Houston and Texas against the spread. Of that number, okay, of the 20 and two run, the man, the myth, the legend has won outright 16 times. At just Houston and Texas, the man has been a dog 15 times. He's 13 and two with 10 outright upsets. You can have all the LSU you want, but with those kind of underdog numbers, listen, when I met my wife, I was an underdog. I was a two-touchdown underdog when I met my wife. Hot Filipino, Asian, hot, light at Bellagio, nightclub, boom, 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 boom. McConaughey and Pacino just signed on to do the movie. Naomi Campbell could have walked by. I was going to tap that ass. It didn't matter, okay? That's the kind of underdog we're dealing here with Texas. I'm going to go with the Longhorns, plus the points, and ride the Snoop Doggy Dog of Tom Herman. All right, all right, all right. Some would say you're going with your boy McConaughey here, but I smell I smell another dinner wager. I got LSU. You got Texas. Go ahead. Another Smith & Wolf steak is on the line. All right? You got it, buddy. You got it. <laughs> One more game in college before we go to the NFL, Brandon. I'm going to go with Washington minus 13 and a half against Cal. How good did Jacob Eason look in week one for the Huskies? This kid comes over from Georgia. He sits. He's a local kid. Everyone's waiting for him to become the starting quarterback after Browning leaves, and he did not disappoint. I think this Washington team is going to win that Pac-12 North. I loved what he did. I'm going to ride them against this Cal team who has a pretty good defense, but Washington at home is going to easily win by two touchdowns or more. I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay. I'm not a fan of Chris Peterson. Because he screwed there you are, when he was at Boise? There are coaches out there that have cost me a ton of money. Remember that big, fat, Joe boy dude at Toledo, Tom Asmitz? Okay. I ever, saw him walking, if I ever saw him walking down the street, I would, I'd beat him with an inch of his life, the amount of money that man cost me. And then he was linked to shaving points while he was there, and, and the investigation somehow got buried. True story. Tom Asmus, head coach of Toledo, his uh, teams under his leadership were uh, investigated for point shaving. And I can bring uh, – on our next podcast, I'll bring up the game uh, in question – that I guarantee you he was point-shaven in that game when I break it down for you. I, I, I would bet my daughter's life on it, that fat donut-eating mother. Yeah, trust me. So Chris Peterson is in that same same genre of something he did that is, is pretty shady. So all that being said, I'm going to go off the reservation. Noon underdog. My dirty dog of the day, Rutgers, plus 20 going into Iowa. Get on the Scarlet Knights. They got some talent. I'm telling you, Rutgers will keep it close with Iowa. Goes into Kinnick and keeps it close. We'll keep an eye on that one. Let's uh, head over to the NFL. Of course, it all kicks off Thursday night with the Bears 
against the Packers. Some of you might be listening to this podcast after that game has been played. If you uh, are, well, then you should have listened earlier. Uh, If you're listening before the game is being played, well, here's who I like in this game. The Bears are going to win at home. I don't mess around with a three-point spread, Brandon. I'm just going to go Bears money line here. Yeah, but what's your value with the money line there, Scott? My value is, I think, anything that's under uh, 200 is value. I'm not going to go crazy. This money line, and I actually see it to minus four in some places, minus 170 is not that bad. If it gets up to minus 200, that's that's too much. Usually my threshold is the 150, 160 range. 170, I would push it to be comfortable that the Bears win this football game. So as of as of right now, the line's a solid three everywhere. The line is solid There's three, no yes. Everywhere. Um, everywhere is a three, and it's minus 170 for the Bears, plus 145 for the Packers. Yeah, see, I don't I don't know what I'm doing with this game yet. I, I, I tend to feel the Sharps are going to do something with it tomorrow, uh, on Thursday, rather. The Sharps could move it to where you could then grab Green Bay plus three and a half and not mm. have to buy the half point at plus 130. The okay. Sharps may come in on Aaron Rodgers in his 1970s porn star look with the mustache, although I think oh, yeah. he shaved it. And, and and that may go down to two and a half. So for me, it's a wait and see. I got to believe the Sharps are going to hit this game one way or the other. I've said this uh, on our podcast before. There's a smart money move and a public money move. We want to be on the smart money move. I think I'm going to wait to see what that smart money dictates. On, yeah, uh, as of as of right now, 53% of the money is on the Bears. 56% of the tickets are on the Packers, though. So uh, that's something to keep an eye on as we head towards kickoff on Thursday night. One spread I wanted to get your opinion on because I'm a little confused by it. And I've asked a couple of people and I've gotten some answers that to me I just don't really flow with. The Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites in Jacksonville. I knew it. I knew you were going to go to that game. I knew it. I should have said it before you said it. I, said, <laughs> I know he's going to – because I love this game. I love I, it. And, and, I'm, and I'm wondering – and I, I asked – like. okay, okay. I asked a lot of people, why are the Chiefs only three-and-a-half-point favorites? And b- believe it or not, this is the response that I've gotten. Early season games in Florida give the road teams problems because they're not used to the humidity at the beginning of September playing in Florida. So that's why the Jaguars, with their defense, with Nick Foles at the quarterback position, with that Florida home field advantage, 95 degrees, sticky, hot, humid, are only a three and a half point underdog against the Super Bowl favorite Kansas City Chiefs. Jacksonville wins the game outright. Wow. Wow. Yep. Wow. What makes you say that? Yep. What do you feel personally? I feel personally that the Kansas City Chiefs are a 14-win team, and this is one of their 14 wins. Okay. Let me let me put this in illustration form that you would understand. Okay. You ready? Yep. I'm doing this on the fly, trying to come up with the perfect analogy for you. Because I'm that kind of guy. You go into a bar and you see the really hot chick, right? 
and, and, and yep. she's eyeing you, you're eyeing her. You walk up, you buy her a drink, and things are going great. And then you look over to your right, and this chick's not as hot. There's something sexy about her. Yeah, the way she's dancing, the way she's dancing, she has those doomy eyes. You know the girls that Everything. have the doomy eyes. Yeah, that's right. okay. Okay, all right, I can sense but, that. Okay, go on. But you're but but you're seduced and enamored and drawn in to the really really hot one. You decide to go home with the hot one, and you're in bed, and it's about to go down, and she takes her pants off. Pants off. She's got an eight-inch penis, and you never thought it would happen. The eight-inch penis oh my God. in this situation, just stay with me, is the Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs defense. You think, on the outside, I knew I'd get an, an analogy that worked. On the outside, the hot chick, all you saw was Mahomes in the offense. But Scott, the eight-inch penis, is their defense. It's the same personnel. <laughs> just because homies, just because they fired their defensive coordinator. That defense was a sip. So you're asking that defense to go on the road, not against Blake Bortles, but against Nick Foles, who won't make the mistakes that Bortles makes. So now you ask yourself this question. Jacksonville defense at home, getting more than a field goal. I like it. I'm okay. not going to get fooled and go back to the pad and have some tranny throw down nine inches bigger than me. I'm going with the chick that was just, just sexy. And that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Plus, plus. On an analogy scale of one to ten, that was, that, 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 that was a fucking 12. I'm sorry. It, it just, you know, you told me for a podcast with you not having to edit stuff, I only get like three F-bombs per episode. I've only used one. That's the first one. So I swear to God, if you edit any of this, I'll never talk to you again. Next. Uh, let's stick in South Florida. Uh, I'm making the Ravens my survivor pool pick this week because uh, I'm not going to go with the team that everyone's going to take, which is probably going to be the Seahawks against the Bengals. Uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens because I think the Dolphins are a two-win team this year. I'm very high on this Baltimore team. They go down to Miami uh, and they take care of business winning the game. They're my survivor pick this week. What do you think? Ride and die, Lamar Jackson. You go Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. Nah, I mean, listen. Sometimes you lose with one team instead of trying to win with another team. Um, Al DeMarco on my website has got a great saying, good money on bad teams doesn't mix. Without question, the right side of this game is Baltimore. I'm not a big road favorite guy laying seven. But do you know the Miami Dolphins have failed to win and cover their last eight versus the Baltimore Ravens? Do you know that? Correctly? Do you do you know that they have traded away a bunch of starters and are clearly tanking this year so they can draft Tua Tunga Vailoa? They stink. They have the worst. They have the worst roster in the AFC. Maybe the worst roster in the NFL. This is going to be a pitiful football team i feel bad for brian flores but he's trying to establish his own patriot culture down there it's going to be his way or the highway this is a bad bad football team that i will pick on every week this season well they got they got no offensive line 
I mean, and Ryan no, Fitzpatrick's their starting quarterback. I'll never pull another dollar out of my pocket to, to bet on that man because as many times he's buried me. So uh, I completely agree with you. Right side of the game, Baltimore. How about this? This is an intriguing game. Maybe we're staying away from it because it's too intriguing. Uh, Panthers are two and a half point home dogs against the Rams. I think the Panthers are going to be really good this year. Cam Newton healthy. We know how good Christian McCaffrey is. Plus the additions on that defense. Gerald McCoy is going to have a big impact on that defense this year. I don't think a lot of people are giving the Panthers quite enough respect for what they can do this year. I think we have to take a wait and see stance based on Cam and, and, and the injuries that he's going through. Um, they've always been a good hun, home dog uh, for, for Ron Rivera uh, at, at the end of the day. Cam is 16 and 8, his last 24 as a dog. So, more certainly, that goes into what you said about having a home dog here plus two and a half. Um, listen, I, I tend to stay away from games involving the Rams because. Head coach Sean McVay has such a hot, 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 hot girlfriend. Um, my wife actually thinks she's really, really sexy, and my wife happens to like girls, so that's a whole different story. But uh, I'm going to pass on this game. I just don't – not a big road favorite guy, and until a healthy cam kind of jumps out, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott back. He is going to play. I don't know how many carries he's going to get in week one. Cowboys laying seven and a half against the Giants. You know what? New York lost eight games by seven points or fewer last year, and the G-Men are 6-1 and one as a road dog. Give me Eli. That's the point. Get her done. Wow. Okay. How about this game? Chargers, Colts, total of 44 and a half. To me, this is going way over. Give me Phillip Rivers and the Chargers to put up a 30 spot. Jacoby Brissett and the Colts to have a little self-respect and score a couple of touchdowns themselves. This game is going way over the 44 and a half. I think the play in this game is the Colts plus the points. I wouldn't trust Phillip cry me a Rivers because at the end of the day, they're playing in good old Carson, California. And if you've ever been to Carson, California, Carson, California has produced two things. The, the first thing is Jameel Holloway, the greatest option quarterback in the history of mankind, who graduated from Carson High School and won a national championship at Oklahoma. He was the quarterback that when Troy Aikman broke his arm, freshman Jameel Holloway stepped in, and Troy Aikman had to transfer to UCLA because Barry Switzer said, this is my boy. And number two, uh, number that's two? where parked a good year. And, and number two, that's where they parked the Goodyear blimp, good old Carson, California. So for the Goodyear blimp and Jamil Holloway, give me the Colts. And my man Brissett, plus the points, to get her done. Uh, all right, one more game real quick. My New York Jets at home against the Buffalo Bills. Look at how good Sam Donald was in the season opener for the Jets last year. Le'Veon Bell seeing his first action since he sat out an entire season. Adam Gaze with his head coaching debut for the Jets. Please tell me you're going to go with the Jets here laying the three points. My man Le'Veon Bell, he can't get back that $14 million that he lost that now. You know how much chronic a brother can get for $14 million? 
CBD oil, my man lost it all. My man said, I'm going to chill for a year, smoke a couple of blunts with my homies, and sit out, rest my body. And then his homies over in the corner going, you can't get back that 14 million. He fires up that blunt and says, yo, it's all right, because I'm going to get paid anyway. For me, I think the Jets are the right side of the game. Now, what happens in the game, I don't know. But if you do, I think the Jets are the right side. Buy the half point, get the Jets under two and a half. Always tell people this, Scott, as we go. If you're dealing with a three-point number and you like the favorite, spend the extra 20 cents and buy that three down to two and a half. Yes. And if you like the dog, spend the 20 cents, buy that dog up to plus three and a half, and make sure you let that hook work for you the right way unless you put an ER at the end for her, and she's going to work the right way. So either or, you got the hook or the hooker. All right. Well, those are our plays for more. You can head to brandonlang.com. You can always follow me on Twitter at Scott's on air. Well, brother, we got another stake on the line in college. We got the NFL plays rocking and rolling. I know it's going to be a busy time on brandonlang.com this weekend. Strap in because we got a full season to go, brother. Don't say strap in. That goes into other things. Got to be careful with the word strap. Let's keep it real. Good luck with Texas A&M and LSU, my brother. And we'll talk uh, over the next couple of days. See you later. There he is, Brandon Lang, uh, the one and only. Uh, head to brandonlang.com. You check out more of his plays. Uh, he's just, he really is one of a kind. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. And where do I go when I want winners, when I need more information? It's VegasSportsAdvisors.com. They got a dozen pros posting their picks. It's not a betting site. It's just information. And I want as much information as possible before I bet. So check it out. You Use the promo code BETTINGNY, that's B-E-T-T-I-N-G-N-Y. It gets you a free week, so why don't you check it out, VegasSportsAdvisors.com. For Brandon Lang, I'm Scott Seidenberg. Be sure to subscribe to The Sharp Edge wherever you get your podcasts from, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.